and welcome to Pedagodzilla, the pedagogic podcast with the Pop Culture Core here live on location at the Playful Learning Conference. I'm Mike, your host, uh, learning imposter syndrome, what now? I've normally got a tagline for this, never mind. Um, and I am joined by... So I'm Alex from uh, Anglia Ruskin University, where I'm head of Anglia Learning and Teaching. Um, and I'm also co-chair of Playful Learning. I'd almost put that first, like that's that's like... That's the flex. That's the you edit flex. in the one from the last time. It sounded much better. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Alex, tell me about a game that you are passionate about. And this could be a sport, board game, video game, just something you play with your family, your friends. Okay, yeah. So um, my favourite game, board game, is Carcassonne. Um, trying to work out why it's my favourite game. I think um, it's just it's a combination of fairly classic mechanics in games uh, but doesn't overly favour particular players like Monopoly or um, Catan and things like that, where if you're losing, you're really going to lose. Um, and I can play it with um, all different ages of people, um, but particularly, and it's got pretty pictures on and I'm a medievalist and I like seeing all the little medieval towns and stuff, so it's good. So there's a lot of characteristics to that game that sort of enthuse you about it. So we had, the fact that, you know, you can play with others, balance, the complexity. Mm-hmm. Just thinking about your uh, your practice. So, you know, what's what's your your everyday learning and teaching practice? Uh, it's kind of um, active, playful, um, co-created. I guess that's the kind of way that I work. So, if I ever if I ever do anything in learning and teaching, is with others, and it's it's to create something rather so, than just. Yeah. So, so in in your role, what's the uh, you know? So, what are you doing? I suppose in in your role as you know, Anglia Ruskin. What's yeah, so, like? so, so now I'm lucky enough to be to be doing that at an institutional level. So I've always done that right the way from being, you know, a, a sort of teacher in a discipline to, to somebody looking at learning and teaching across a team and now at an institutional level. Um, and, that, and it's about encouraging that sort of behaviour across the institution. So we've got, you know, lots of colleagues who do that already and then lots of colleagues who don't do that and lots of students who perhaps aren't getting everything they could get out of a university experience, I think. So that's that's where I see myself now. So, do you see an intersect at all between some of the characteristics you identified that you like in Carcassonne and, you know, your own practice, the things that drive your own practice? Not directly. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess, I guess the fact that you're kind of building a world together, so the fact you're creating something that's very visual uh, and you're all contributing to that is quite nice. And you can finish off each other's villages and roads and this kind of stuff. So, yeah, I guess that sort of mutual co-creation and collaboration. Based on that, would you say that games have influenced your practice? Yeah. Well, I mean, they they totally changed my direction as my career direction, I think. Um, So when I when I first started seriously playing um, alternate reality games in particular, but but adult as games as an adult rather than all the kind of games i used to play when i was a was a child um that kind of reconnected me with game playing i think it got me really interested in in immersive games again so games that you put a lot of time and effort into and it was at a time when i was um wanting to change my teaching of things like 101 type courses where you know you're trying to get historians to work out what history is that kind of thing um really difficult um world over but um but i used um my like knowledge from the alternative reality games to change that practice and that's what set me off really where i to where i am now and and it led to things like playful learning and playful learning conferences and all the rest of it absolutely fabulous so you had to in in one sentence say how games had influenced your practice what would you say 
So I guess it, it made me look outside of higher education to other sectors and influences. I think probably is, is a good summary of that. That's how it started. It's absolutely super. Well, thanks very much, uh, Alex, for... Sorry, I've not even thought about how to end these. Hang on. What? <laughs> oh, sorry about this. Yeah, cheers, Mike. Yeah. Oh, God, I'm like, why did I not think of like a way to wrap these off? Um, I think you should wrap them up with wrap. More. Alex, thank you very much for sharing the games that you're passionate about and telling us a bit about your learning and teaching practice. Uh, if you'd like to find out more uh, or speak to Alex or contact him or just, I guess, post him things, you can find him at... Assuming you have a Twitter. Currently at the Playful Learning Conference and elsewhere on Twitter at, at AlexM11. That's it. Awesome. Well, thanks very much, and we'll see you next time, Pet Godzilla. Bye bye now. Bye. Definitely.